episode of the Warrior Within the Woman podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Lauren Daniel, and I want to welcome you again this week. We are on episode 30, y'all. How amazing is this? We are on episode 30, and I cannot believe we've actually gone this far um, from the beginning of February, starting such a amazing opportunity that God has given us, and I pray and hope that the words and messages that are spoken have truly helped you grow in your spiritual walk, in your families, even in your churches. Those of you that are leaders or lay people in your churches, I pray that this has encouraged you. Um, Please feel free to share, like, comment. Uh, We have a Facebook page, we have Instagram, and I have some exciting news for all of you. The Warrior Within the Woman is going to be on YouTube soon. Um, We're hoping to have it up and ready by the end of September. So that, um, that just means that our podcast is not only going to be available through audio, but also through YouTube. And I'm so excited. (laughs) I am ecstatic about this opportunity to expand the streaming platforms of the warrior within the woman. And it will not only just be our podcast, but I'll be sharing Um, devotions on there, just little live streams here and there along with our podcast. So please check out our website. It's going to be up and running um, hopefully by the end of September, our YouTube channel. So please go and check that out. And again, thank you so much for tuning in this week. I want to talk to you about another tactic of the enemy this week. I know those of you that have been listening lately, I just have felt stirred in my spirit to truly begin focusing on exposing the enemy. And not only through encouragement, encouraging your souls and encouraging your spirits through your walk with God, but I truly believe it is time for us warrior women to arise and to start opening the eyes of our sisters that are around us and because of what we've gone through and because of the maybe the tactics that we have believed or we have kind of stumbled upon and that is truly what I want to talk about this week is grappling with guilt. There is a event in the Bible that truly every time I read it, every time I see anything or hear anything that is kind of focused on this moment in history, it brings tears to my eyes. And you'll understand what I'm talking about, but it is this woman and her interaction with Jesus. And so I want to take a moment If you'll close your eyes with me or if you'll this moment of this woman who is so condemned, she has been condemned by family, by friends, people that she has maybe maybe lost in her life by the way that she's living and not only the way that she's living, but the sin that has held her captive for years and she finds out that Jesus is eating at a home near her and she makes a bold decision to not only go to Jesus and not only to find him but to give everything she has to him just imagine with me she stood in the doorway with the alabaster jar of perfume the guilt of how she paid for that jar of perfume haunted her steps 
Then couple that with the fear of what she planned to do with it. How would Jesus react? Would he cast her out like so many other people have done before? This was a preconceived plan she had thought about, but the outcome was anything but planned. He had shown love to outcasts in the past, but she thought to herself, would he show the same compassion for her? Did he know who she was or what she had done? Would that change anything or would that change everything? And at this point in her mind, the two had become inseparable. She was what she had done. Every wrong decision, every painstaking sin gripped her heart and her mind. And through boldness and faith, she knew she could not live there any longer. For just a moment, I'd like to ask you to think like her. In Luke chapter 7, verse 36 through 50, and, and it says, When one of the Pharisees invited Jesus to have dinner with him, he went to the Pharisee's house and reclined at the table. A woman in that town who lived a sinful life learned that Jesus was eating at the Pharisee's house. So she came there with an alabaster jar of perfume. And as she stood behind him at his feet, weeping, she began to wet his feet with her tears. And then she wiped them with her hair, kissed them, and poured perfume on them. And when the Pharisee who had invited him saw this, he said to himself, If this man were a prophet, he would know who is touching him, and what kind of woman she is, that she is a sinner. And Jesus answered him, Simon, I have something to tell you. Tell me, teacher, he said. Two people owed money to a certain money lender. One owed him 500 denarii and the other 50. Neither of them had the money to pay him back. So he forgave the debts of both. Now which of them will love him more? Simon replied, I suppose the one who had been had the bigger debt forgiven. You have judged correctly, Jesus said. Then he turned toward the woman and said to Simon, Do you see this woman? I came into your house. You did not give me any water for my feet, but she wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You did not give me a kiss, but this woman from the time I entered has not stopped kissing my feet. You did not put oil on my head, but she has poured perfume on my feet. Therefore, I tell you, her many sins have been forgiven as her great love has shown. But whoever has been forgiven little loves little. And then Jesus said to her, your sins are forgiven. The other guests began to say among themselves, who is this who even forgives sins? And Jesus said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Can you feel what she must have felt? Can you feel the dagger staring you down? The judging eyes that say, what is she doing here? Can you feel those judging eyes that are causing you to ask the same question of yourself? What am I doing here? What am I doing with my life? What am I doing here amongst, in the midst of a holy God? What am I doing? Guilt has a way of showing itself. It comes in many forms. 
anger, fear, anxiety, pain, seclusion, and everything in between. And this woman's guilt was real because she was a sinner. She knew it. And so many were likely to remind her of it. She was not in denial that she needed grace. She was not in denial that she needed love and that she needed acceptance. She was not in denial that she needed a savior. But what would Jesus say and what would Jesus do? I can even see her standing there questioning her actions. What am I doing here? But because of her faith, because of the fact that she knew, because of the self-awareness that she had, because of the self-awareness she had that she knew she needed a savior, that there was, she was too far gone. She knew her sin and all she could do was just go to Jesus and cry and weep. Her actions, even though she had no words, her actions spoke of a woman filled with guilt, but that she knew the only person, the only thing that could satisfy her soul, the only thing that could take away this guilt was Jesus. She made it to his feet. And what did he say? Nothing. He didn't cast her out. He didn't reject her. She was there at his feet weeping. And the only person in the room that mattered saw her sorrow and saw her regret and saw her guilt. Her actions cried out, Lord, have mercy on me. Are you there today? Have you ever experienced something like this? I always, I have always believed that whenever you are saved from so much, we praise so much. We glorify God so much. There is so much inside of me because of the guilt and shame he has wiped away from my sin and my life. And because of the, the times that he picked me up and, ch and chose me, the somebody that's not worth anything in this world, somebody that is truly has been, had made so many mistakes and so many sins. He still chose me. He still chose you, woman of God. Warrior, you're not in this fight alone. Don't let guilt overcome you and overtake you to the point where you lose sight of what God has done in your life. And maybe you're saying, but Lauren, I'm in it now. I need forgiven now. And let me tell you, I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for recognizing your sin. I'm proud of you for recognizing you need help. I'm proud of you because we all need help. We all need a savior. That is why Jesus came. We all need the Lord. We all need God's salvation, his mercy, and his grace. And when it comes down to it and we say, God, I need you, Lord, have mercy on me. And all we can do is weep and cry. He's here. He's there with you. 
in the midst of pain and turmoil, in the midst of everything that doesn't make sense, God is here and God is not only able to take away the guilt and the pain of, and or shame of even the right now sin, to forgive you right now and to pick you up and turn your life around and help you get to where you need to be. But he is also a God that will show you and give you something to rejoice that even if you made mistakes in the past. You're saved now. You are a child of God now. And there is no guilt. There is no shame for a child of God. Do not be so consumed by the past. Do not be so consumed for your poor decisions or even the trauma inflicted upon you. Do not feel so much guilt and shame because of situations in your past when God is saying, do you not perceive I'm doing a new thing in you, woman of God? He's doing a new thing in you, warriors. She was not forgiven because of her alabaster jar. She was not forgiven because of how much her jar of expensive perfume cost. She wasn't even forgiven because of what she looked like. She wasn't forgiven because of some ritualistic religious act for all to see. She was forgiven because of who Jesus is and her humbled self giving him all of her life and pouring out her heart in need of a savior. Her act of faith of saying, God, I cannot move any further without you. I've done it all. I've tried every which way and I cannot do it. Even if you're listening to me and you've been saved for years, we all need this type of faith. I want this type of faith. I want this type, this, this kind of self-awareness to say, God, I am not perfect and I need you, Lord. Lord, have mercy upon me. I don't want to stay in the guilt and shame that has been inflicted upon me for years. I don't care if people cuss me out and throw me out. I don't care of what my reputation looks like. All I care about is having a savior. I know I need a savior. Do you need a savior today? Do you need someone to come beside you and help you take the burden of the guilt that has inflicted your heart for so many years? Warriors, you're able to move forward from this. You're able to move on whether you need salvation today or you've been saved for years but still feel so much guilt and shame because of decisions. I want you to know God is a God of restoration. You do not need to grapple with guilt forever, but to give it to him knowing who you are and whose you are. This woman came to Jesus, a broken sinner, and he forgave her. He set her free to live without the burden of sin and guilt weighing her down. Would others still judge her? Probably. Would she still struggle with the days of regret as she wasted years of her life? Maybe. But here's the reality. The true reality for this woman and this reality for you today. 
she's free. You're free. If you have been washed in the blood of the lamb, if you believe that Jesus Christ is your savior, if you've been born again, that guilt does not need to hold on to you. It doesn't need to, you don't need to grapple with guilt for the rest of your life, but you are set free. You have been set free. This woman who came with every bit of her past and every bit of condemnation that was inflicted upon her by people's words and actions and not having anyone near her that understand, that understands where she was coming from. She was free, not because of who she was, not because of what she looked like or the circumstances she was doing, but she brought everything to Jesus. She brought everything to him in a humbled heart saying, God, I've tried it on my own and I can't do it anymore. I can't do it anymore. Through Christ, you are free. You are not what you've done. You are a beloved child of God through faith in him. So bring your guilt to Jesus, warriors. Confess your sins and guilt and then listen for those most comforting words. Your sins are forgiven. Go in peace. Do not underestimate the power of God in your life. And even though you grapple with guilt, and maybe even people want to remind you of your past and your shame, I want to remind you that God is the one who can take every bit of guilt and shame that you feel and to throw it away and never to speak of it again. Maybe other people will, that's fine, but our focus is Jesus. Our focus is is God. Satan will use any and every situation to try to keep you held captive by guilt of regret or guilt of what could have been or even the guilt of the wasted years of your life. But you know what? Do you know what matters to God? He doesn't care about the years wasted, even though they, had, they were wasted, even though the truth is we did waste them. God cares about your now. What are you giving him now? What are you giving him today, warrior? God cares about your now. And he is here for the now. And he is here to take away every guilt and every bit of shame and every bit of condemnation and to bring freedom to you, warrior. So go to him boldly like this woman with her alabaster jar and give to Jesus everything, even the trophies, even the things that remind you of your past, even the stuff that so eagerly wants to remind you of the wasted years. Give it to him. Get rid of it and show God that he is your focus. He is our focus. We trust him and we're waiting to see that God, if he has your now, he'll show you that there is greater future than anything you leave behind you. Do not let the enemy take a hold of your heart and mind through guilt and shame. God is with you, warriors. 
God bless you. I pray that this message has truly touched your life, that you can move forward from past mistakes. You can move forward from even circumstances that are flooding your mind right now because God is not a God of guilt and shame, but if you will boldly come to him and give him it, give him everything, all of the wasted years, all of the shame and all of the guilt, he will restore what the moth and locusts have tried to eat away for so many years. God says, I will restore tenfold. He will restore more than what you could ever expect or even fathom. God is a restorer and he is able to take every bit of guilt and shame that you feel and show you that there is purpose and there is, there is purpose for your life. Have a wonderful week. I'll see you next week with another episode of The Warrior Within the Woman. God bless you. Love you.